Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of Dry Peak Popped Off's Casually Competitive Valorant Podcast. I'm James Graham, your host, and as always, I'm joined with Scott Finley. Hey guys. I'm the casual, he's the competitive. I sit at like silver, goldish, and Scott hangs around. What are you sitting at right now? D3? Uh, four wins into D3, so four. about to be Immortal, which I was in the beta, but haven't been since, so. Okay, alright. About to be Immortal again, I think. Nice, alright, we're getting there. We're getting back, and I'm still just slumming it out down in... Uh, down in silver and gold. It's sick. It's I like mean, it's... Diamond feels slumming these days, man. I tell you. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah. This week, uh, we get we get a lot of first strike stuff. Um, not all North American based. I think this week is going to be pretty pretty heavy on across the pond. Juicy. Um, yeah, real juicy. Um, but as always, we like to start at the beginning of our show with talking about what we're drinking. Scott is getting into something real dirty. I'm drinking, uh, yeah, freezing spray. It's uh, like almost seven percent bitter as all fuck. But you know, <laughs> I I like bitter, so to there me, you, you know, I don't mind it at all. But it's some people would say it's pretty heavy. Hey, would you describe it as in the pre-show car, uh, car oil? Like, <laughs> yeah, like you drink it, like you've got like steam coming out of your nose. Oh like my it's god, like man. you know, it's it kicks back. Jesus, Christ. kicks back hard. Yeah, and I'm into white noise. It's uh oh shit, this is seven percent too. <laughs> okay, all right, we're both gonna be like fucked by the end of this. We're vibing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as always, guys, we want to also just tell you where to find us. Uh, hit us up on any social media. Popped off. Uh, our Twitter's popped underscore off. Um, and check out our website poppedoff.com. Uh, we do a bunch of cool shit over there. We do this. We do stuff on Warcraft, uh, Ashes of Creation, Phoenix Watch is a new show that just started up. Um, we also talk about a bunch of weeby anime shit. Uh, you know, we talk about Demon Slayer, we talk about uh, My Hero, all that fun stuff. So check us out there if you're interested in any of that shit or you just want to see more of us. So with this week, though, we're going to get right into it. Uh, we always like to kind of start the show off with patch notes if there's any that kind of went on. Nothing really crazy as far as balancing, I think. This is more like quality of life shit. Yeah, well, you know, I think it makes spectating the game just a thousand times better. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I think a few episodes ago we talked about uh, analysts and their different styles and how we're only kind of seeing one style right now. I, th- yeah. I think this patch note, which allows, you know, essentially like a, a master view of what's going on with like economies, spending, utility, like everything is, is possible. And I think that that allows your sort of more analytical, uh, small detail casters to kind of get into the nitty gritty. Right. Or like if, if I'm at a decently high level playing and I want to view it and see kind of like, Okay, they're buying this here or this there or right. on this amount of money they're saving, et cetera. Like it, it just allows for more overall like information to be processed. So I I like it a lot. This I mean is good, eh? yeah, this is what I'm used to in yeah. Counter Strike. You can see, you know, X rays of, of players through walls, you yep. can see their money amounts, you can see how much they're gonna make next round, like you know, yeah. you have everything. You know yeah. more than even the guy who's playing those, like <laughs> Which I think is what observers need. I think they need more yeah. information than the players, and I'm glad they're finally getting. It. You also get this really nice UI that when people are going into like agent select too, it's like they added that right. like that pre that pre game kind of like setup. It looks really sick. So um, they also roll back a team color change. I guess there was a, some big issues with it initially on launch, as it seems to be kind of a trend with like <laughs> Valorant patch notes. It's like fuck, pull some of it back. Um, but uh, apparently they're going to be working on that and sending that back in. Um, but speaking on observers and all that shit, um, co-streaming was a really big thing that was really popular. Like, I mean, Myth yeah. was like, everybody loved watching. Well, we pulled like, in a ton of viewers. like Just by not playing the game and, and just commentating, right? Got like, got, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old Coach Myth is no more. Apparently, 
apparently, like with First Strike EU, they they like hard no on it. But the tournament in uh, North America, UMG, which is the second half of the First Strike qualifier, um, they're like you have to ask, which I guess isn't the worst. Yeah. But I mean, like, just not giving. I don't know, man. I think it's kind of dumb. I like. I don't. I don't totally agree with no co streaming. I, I think it's a little silly. I, I get that they want everything under one roof, but they don't make it easy to find, though. Like, yeah, they, like, they don't. They really don't. But again, like you know, episode two or three, like I always said, I was of this firm opinion that you know, Riot has the game in a good spot. They just need to get the production value and all this shit up. And, yeah. and I think they've they got the production value of the game and the observing up now they just need to work on like actually hosting it in an accessible yeah. way yeah. but yeah coast no question is silly because like what if like this is a uh, you know a counter-strike example but for the major if i want to watch one specific game there's a bunch of people coaching me which is good because if i'm russian and i want to watch a north american game yeah you know i could find a russian guy who's casting this game or yeah. i could find a brazilian guy who's casting this game absolutely uh, whereas this way if we want to watch a north american tournament from outside of north america you're stuck listening to a language you may not know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah. Really, really like, especially if you're like a competing team, you know what I mean? Like from another first right. strike qualifier, right? right? Well, same thing goes for me and you. What if we want to watch the Turkish tournament? That's yeah. probably not going to be in English. No, exactly. Right. So, so we just we sit there. We basically like with a thumb in our butts, yeah, and we don't know like, what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have no commentary, which sucks. It takes away. It takes away from everybody, right? So. Yeah. No one likes like watching a stream with the sound off. Or no, exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, that was, that's like kind of the big, like kind of, uh, I don't know, I- issues with Riot this, this week, I guess. I, I don't know. We, we hit on it. We like, you know, touch on it every week that there seems to be one thing or another. This seems like a kind of a big fuck up, but that's just me. Um, we also got to see some, okay. I want to recap from last week because there was a couple things we talked about. You basically called, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like quote you on this. Uh, Envy like a lesser version of Hundred Thieves. I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought. I thought the brains were bigger on Hundred Thieves, which but, might be true still. But Envy might just have the better execution. Aim, right? yeah, execution, aim. Like I, you know, I didn't actually catch the game, but uh, I guess they just got out class. Yeah, you know? thirteen five, thirteen nine, or yeah, thirteen nine, and then thirteen two. But again, keep in mind, Hunter Thieves only really came to play like that's true in the last two yeah. weeks. So who knows? Maybe in another two weeks they'll be destroying Envy. Like I, I, you know, it's nothing to count anyone out over one week of results. I think doesn't make a team. Yeah. So we'll see. But, that's fair. Uh, yeah, surprising. Yeah, Envy. yeah. So they've now since locked in their seeding too. So right now for first strike in North America, because I mean I know we talk on North America a lot, but it's a North American podcast, right? What do you expect? True. Um, so we have Sentinels, Renegades, Envy, and 100 Thieves. Those are our four locked-in ones right now. Now we're going into... We just finished both qualifiers for the UMG tournament. I tried to figure out what UMG means. Uh, they have nowheres on the website. UMG. UMG. Yeah, UMG tournament. Um, well, who are the guys that are allowing co-streaming, which is sick. Um, but now we're basically going to see who's coming out of that squad. And they're like, there's some, there's some nasty firepower over there. There's a lot of... Like, it's basically all the Tier 1 orgs, plus, like, a mix of Tier 2. Like, Ambox is in there. Now, Ambox... We're, we're talking about the guys I joked about being the backseat team, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. No, they're... Uh, I actually... Some of these teams I really like. These have some of the young, up-and-coming CS stars that swap. So, yeah. Som yeah. is one of them. Like, I think he's going to be really exciting to watch. Like, in my eyes, like, this kid better be on fucking Phoenix or, like, Rays. Like, I think he's going to be... Needs to be he needs to be... A I don't know who he plays. I haven't seen, but... Like he, I swear, if he's someone who gets to just go in and like 
just be let off the off the leash. Yeah. Like, he's gonna be fun to watch. Sick. Okay. Good. That's so. yeah. One player to watch then. Um, on top of that too, like I mean, some some rosters that I think people expect to do a little better, like like energies in there too, and like. Kohler came over making some big, big claims, being like, I'm going to show everybody how to play fucking Valorant. And it was just like, oh, Kohler, like, I mean, got to get there first, dog. But so, I mean, like, they're, like, this 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 is going to, I think, set the pace. This, like, this tour, the, like, who we see going to the first strike, actual qualifier, the eight teams, like, that's going to be, those gonna are going to start cementing our power ranks and stuff like that. Because yeah. it's all a little intangible right now. I also think these qualifiers are like a really good time for us to like solidify a good tier two scene too. Like, Absolutely. Like yeah. players that are either just on the cusp or that just squeak yeah. in there. Well, like the you know? like the Pittsburgh Knights, uh, the Moon Raccoons. Like the Moon Raccoons are like basically yeah. like an organization looking for an org. You know what I mean? Um, so guys like them and then like they they show up like pretty much every tournament they participate yeah, in. Yeah, right? no, and, and I mean, there's a ton of names that we all know. Like, I mean, unfortunately we were talking about the Slimy Booger beforehand, but they didn't make it. But yeah, there's a lot of tier two teams that are yeah. just so close. Like yeah. obviously with some infrastructure, some coaching, yeah. some, some backing that, you know, they could do it. Absolutely. So like those are fun teams to watch because they're obviously incredibly talented players yeah. who have nothing and they're still managing to make these tournaments. Well, so. and, and I think that, I think that speaks more than a lot of things. So like I mean, again, to go back to the, like the Moon Raccoons, like I mean, those guys don't have any backing and they're still doing this. So right. what happens when they get when they get the the fuck you money, right? Like, exactly. Like everyone, you know, obviously tier one teams are. are like everyone's pretty talented and that's a given. Yeah. But keep in mind, like they're getting paid a salary where they have the ability to play yep. all day long practice. Like that's their lives. There are some players that are making these qualifiers that probably still have jobs or school, school or yep. have shit going on. And they're still managing to stay on par with people who are doing this day in day out. So yep. those teams I think are exciting. That's yeah, that's, and yeah. That, and that's just it. Those are the teams I'm drawn to as well. Like, I mean, I like to see the big names and shit, but yeah, you always you like everybody loves underdogs. Upsets, man. Yeah. yeah. Upsets and underdogs. Upsets are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, and I hope I'm hoping we see some of this shit coming this coming this tournament. Yeah. Um, I think it starts on the 18th, so two days from when this episode goes live. Uh, it should be it should be a good time. It should be exciting. So, we got one more thing to, to kind of follow up on from last week before we get into the shit show that was this week, which was. <laughs> um, we talked. Uh, myself and Scott brought up the fact that Oxygen and Gambit both tried to break into EU, basically to try and, you know, contend with those guys. And then we were concerned that you know Gambit and Oxygen were just going to dominate the regions. Gambit got upset the last last time by who's yep. the team Oppression? Is it Oppression? No, not Oppression. <laughs> I can't remember, but yeah, okay, it wasn't Oppression. Though. It wasn't Oppression. Uh, but yeah, they so they got upset, but. Oxygen did not. Oxygen just did their first strike qualifiers. They dropped one map in the entire thing. They won the regional. So, like, I mean, Oxygen's locked in. Those guys are nuts. Um, so, and they have a player on their team named Toronto, which I thought was interesting. So, yeah, the Oxygen, I think, are the other side of our of our story that we were concerned about. So, we're going to... We're going to see what happens with them. I'm going to keep a close eye on them. Like you said, though, I really wish we had, uh, you know, an English... Turkish stream just to be able to check that out. I can't find it, but I think it was like Team Inspiration or something. Very, some the opposite weird, of impression. Jesus. Weird cheesy name, but yeah, the way they were dominating. Yeah, Oxygen, exciting stuff. Again, if there is no other Turkish team that can compete, then it's stupid that they would play in Turkey. I think. Yeah. I I think 
you know, EU is shouldn't be split that small, that segregated. That little that little segment there, yeah. Yeah, because exactly. if they're a dominant team and they're stuck only just crushing Turkish teams, like they're never going to get to gain you know world experience. Yeah, exactly. unless they get forced to go boot camp other in other places. Yeah, right? and I mean like then that's always a, a thing. Like a lot of small regions do that. They boot camp in bigger regions on the server, which is like silly because you could still probably pug on a similar. I think so. Server, but yeah. like uh, maybe you can't scrim. I don't know. Anyway, it's it's region locking. I, th- I feel like Turkey's just so close. It's close enough. And then, I mean, Oxygen was ready yeah. to relocate them and shit like that. Like they were gonna play in this. They were gonna play in the area and shit, right? So um, now we're gonna get into EU. Now we're gonna get into the mess that was EU. So it started top of top of the hour. It started with the formatting. Formatting was an issue which yep. was left up to the tournament organizers, not Riot. Um, basically, because where North America, where we all got best of threes. Best of ones in the EU. Best of ones, sing, no losers bracket, single elimination. You're once you're done, you're out. Which is silly. Which is yeah. Which for some of this big of a tournament, it's it's fucking dumb. It just, you just shouldn't allow like those like that's uber upsets. Like, yeah. Like what if there's a team that has cheese? A cheese uh, yeah. Like one. someone we know that just <laughs> eke, ekes out a win that they shouldn't and, and and gets a big team kicked off. Like it's silly. And I think this tournament's a good learning experience for Riot that maybe leading up to like majors or whatever you want to consider a first strike tournament, yep. you know, they should enforce a format. Sure, like let other people run it, but like, letting it it's not the Wild West, you know, maybe no. there should be some some formality or at least have NA and EU be the same. Yeah. That's a little dumb. Yeah. Well, they, I think I think all the qualifiers, the first strike qualifiers should be the same tournaments, the same style tournaments because it keeps it oh, yeah. keeps it consistent yeah. across yeah. the board, right? And consistency also looks professional and yeah. and whatever this was it did not look professional. No. So I, I totally get that. Like, it, it's just outrageous, too. Like, you have CEOs of, of orgs on Twitter just yeah. fucking thumbs going. <laughs> like, I, it's just, it's not a good look, right? Yeah. So, for anybody who missed it, because he did delete the tweets, Ocelot, you cheeky fucker, um, he was real upset about the format. And, like, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, he he's the owner of a tier one org. Um, and he's just yeah. like, why why should, like, you know... Why should we just get have a chance of getting taken out and like thrown to the wayside immediately? Yeah. Which I mean, I'm like, yeah, but like, I don't know, man. Show up to work, I guess, right? Like, like to, to his point though, like I think it was really early in the tournament that Guild, that top tier Swedish team with Draken, yeah, X Nip, yep, like great player. Guild versus G two that early on is a crime. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Know, that should be like a, a semifinal, quarterfinal, final, like. Those yep. two teams are powerhouses in yeah. EU, other than Liquid, as, as far as I know. Yeah, so, uh, Ninjas and Pajamas is pretty dominant over there as well. So Nip, G two, Guild, Guild uh, Fun Plus Phoenix is over Liquid, there as well. Fun yeah. Plus Phoenix. So anyway, teams like of that caliber shouldn't play that early. Yeah. Or if they do, you should at least give them an opportunity to make a losers bracket run. Yeah. Silly. Yeah, absolutely. So plus loser bracket runs. Build fucking hype. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, if you watch fighting games, the loser brackets. Oh, FGC, FGC loser brackets are, are fucking hype. They're nuts. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, so yeah. sick. Yeah, that's where I was initially introduced because I, I found out about loser brackets. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why do you get the, like, if you lose, why do you get another shot? But it just makes it so much better. Like, it does too. And then if that loser bracket runs the whole bracket up to the finals, you know, he has to win a best of three to reset yep. the... Oh, my God. And like, they usually go in, like, a game down, too. Yeah, like, like, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, people are screaming. Like, yeah, it's... it's am- yeah. I think the I think the most... Like, if you ever want a little bit of, like, esports history, I think Infiltration's loser bracket run is, like, one of the most noteworthy. Of course, Infiltration's a massive piece of shit. 
Um, but his, I don't know who that is. He's he, he got he got he did some he did some dumb shit. But a lot of a lot of loser bracket runs in in Mortal Kombat. Yep. A lot of them in Injustice was a fighting game I watched. Right. And then Marvel vs Tekken was. Uh, really? Yeah, it was a fighting game I like to watch, and and my God, there's some legendary. Runs oh, there we game. go. See, so why don't why don't we have that? Why don't we have that in Valorant? Well, we should, right? Yeah, but I'm, not not in you. Not in you. So then it gets worse. <laughs> we thought this was bad, and then it gets way worse. So we got the whole shit show with Ocelot being pissed off, G two being a shit show, and then Guild gets disqualified. Guild gets disqualified for using a known. Bug. I don't like. I don't like. Is it a bug? Is it an exploit? Um, so here's the problem with it. Yes, it's a bug. Yes, it's been in the game for a long time. The rules may not have been clear. Like in Counter Strike, there's there's this common rule set that's in everything. Like even our local tournaments here use the same Counter Strike rule set, where it's like you can't use something where your character is standing on nothing. Okay, right. But on. in Valorant, they were standing on something. They they, they put wall a boost. wall on a turret. Which I guess like is not how it's intended, but isn't it like if if Riot's gonna give this turret a whole ass hitbox that blocks me from jumping and got me killed the other day and I fucking hate it, <laughs> or like if it's gonna eat five bullets, like if it's a solid structure, why can't you use it? Why I don't can't get you put it, a wall on right? top of it, right? Stupid. Obviously, the roof of whatever they were boosting wasn't designed for that, and they went through the roof, I think, and were able to see above. They so it was on it was on ascent. Yeah, it was at the approaching to B. And you know how you have those two grates? Yeah. Yeah. So basically the, the wall, because of the height on top of the box, lets you look directly into right. the, the B approach. But, so, but that's what we see in pugs. Like I've had, I've died from that. Oh yeah. A million times. But I don't think, I think you can do that without a turret. So I'm thinking, I, I, as far as I knew, they busted through the ceiling because of the turret's extra height and were able to see. They were further back. They were that. further back. That was the yeah. thing. So yeah, okay. they, yeah, they were actually like on the ledge. They put the turret on the ledge. And then the boost was up. So the I think it was the Killjoy that went up, and they weren't really in any danger because they were so far back. They weren't like pressed against the window. They right. were like looking like on a decently downward angle. So right. um, yeah, and then it was like a three K like right off the bat. <laughs> so it's stupid because first off, there's already precedent. Like this has happened in in other shooter games. Yeah. Counter Strike has like this infamous event where four guys stacked on each other's heads, and they just built themselves up. They yeah. built a, they built a big fucking wall, and they could see literally above the whole entire map. And obviously, that's broken in a bug and, and shitty. Yeah, but it didn't abuse the standing on nothing rule. Right. So the tournament organizers like, well, what the fuck do we do? Because yeah. this is okay, but it's not okay because no one else, no other team knows how to do this. Right. And this team's fucking everyone because they can see your spawn and you're, you're dying right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So then they were like, okay, well, why don't we just replay the map and you can't do that? And that was like, that was okay. Like yeah. people were cool with that. Why did Guild get disqualified? Yeah. If like if this doesn't break, I, I didn't read the rule set, but if this doesn't break a rule, why are you disqualifying them? And see, the shitty part is too. So that was like that was all over fucking Reddit. Was the actual like official rules and right. they're very ambiguous they're very ambiguous they're right. super vague um so like you don't really have a definitive and again why does it go right to dq why does it go right to that right and in my eyes either start start like the round over or whatever yeah. after that like it's not even a round it's a fucking it's a it's a it's a yeah. one map because it's best of what well like roll it back you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean from yeah. before that round yeah or replay the map or like i don't know it's just crazy that they dq them in a a single elim, like you know, they're yeah. out. They're out just like that. And you know, who knows? Maybe they would have won the whole thing. Yeah. Also, not only that, but 
the irony is the people who got their spot back was G2. G2 got Guild's spot. and So Guild knocked G2 out, then got disqualified, then and got G2, G2 came back. Yeah. yeah. And then the finding, final, like, you know, like the cherry on the top was that apparently G2 was abusing a known Elder Flame bug as well. Right. But I guess it wasn't performance. It's not. Yeah. Either. So it's but a yeah. bug, but it's not the same degree of bug that the wall, the, the wall boost was. So it's right. like it's a it's a shit show. So people are of course outraged. People are right. not happy, right? Yeah, I, they're, I think they're hard to compare. Obviously, they got a warning for the other flame. They stopped using it. It was yeah. all okay. It didn't lead to any unfair advantage. So mm-hmm. like, obviously, the guild one did. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I think the tournament organizers handled it poorly. It should have been just a play yeah. them up over again, or something. Yeah, it's like and that's just shitty. It. it is shitty. It is shitty. And this kind of this sets a bad. This was a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Right? Yeah, like I mean, of course, you don't want your tier one professional scene to be a clown fiesta. And again, like I, I just I keep going back to it, but. This is a good learning opportunity for Riot. Mm. Don't just let any old schmuck run your tournament. Like, you know, give them an outline. Give them something to go off of. Because if you let someone with either zero experience or shit experience run a tournament, they're going to make shit rules with a shit format and Mm. enforce those shit rules with shit judgment. So (laughs) everything, you know, could be fixed so easily, I think, if they... They just need to, I think, keep their finger on the pulse a bit more. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't go full Valve, hands off. Hands off, yeah. And like situation. And I think with Riot's track record so far in Valorant, they seem to be pretty good about this shit. So yeah. I think this should be the last time we see it. Yeah, and I, I, people need to realize the game's new. Like, stuff's going to fuck up naturally. Yeah. And, and it's all about how they recover. I mean, it's not worth remembering this at all like i think it wasn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things probably not no no i mean obviously I, it is for guild like they're pissed yeah. yeah yeah david beckham is livid <laughs> but i mean yeah it's 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 gonna be something i'm i'm, I'm interested to see any, if anything really comes from this um or if it's just kind of like a drop in the bucket and it's just kind of forgotten it falls to the wayside you know what i mean we'll we'll see so. i think the community pressuring that organizer is gonna Sort itself out. Yeah, 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 I yeah, and I'm hoping that we do see something like like you said that you know, Riot starts it being a little more strict on formatting. Yeah, I think a major is a big fucking deal. Like that's gonna make Valorant a lot of money, a lot of viewership, a lot of marketing. Like you should want consistency, and I I think this is unfortunately these sort of mistakes are what's gonna lead to that yeah. consistency. Absolutely, for sure. So. Just uh, just to touch on this too, because I watched this last night. I work I work back shift. I work back shift like every every other fucking day. Um, but this allows me to watch Valorant Korea. So oh, shit. yeah, I so I got to, I was uh, the series I got to watch was uh, Bear Claw Gaming versus Rover, and uh, Ro- uh, Rover was just absolutely walking on them. But the one thing I noticed is that Korea loves jets with judges. They love that shit. <laughs> I, I, it's good. I mean, she can make a, a wall of smokes and just walk in it with the judge. It's exactly, and it wasn't just it wasn't just the, the judge. It was the Bucky too. Like, yeah. the which Bucky, I actually think the Bucky's broken. You think the Bucky's broken? I think the Bucky is so stupid for nine hundred dollars. <laughs> that you, it's that right click, dude. That right. The, the, it's better longer than short range. Yeah. The other day, some guy killed me like on bind in mid, like from the teleporter. I was like halfway up. And he hit me, and it was nine bullets. It was like four headshots and five body shots. And I was like, "What the fuck, dude!" Like it was insane. Yeah, so, the Bucky is is stupid. Bucky's gross. 
Nerf the Bucky. I think you should, yeah, keep the left click really strong, but that right click, fuck that shit. Yeah, it's weird that the shotgun has a better long range it shot. It should not. Yeah, it <laughs> should not. Dude, I think I think a lot of people, like, well, actually, a lot of people aren't sleeping on the Stinger. People don't sleep on the Stinger anymore. Stinger is god tier. Yes, Stinger, Stinger Mops up, unarmored people. The burst is really good for long range. Like, yeah. It, it can do both things for a thousand bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, yeah, people sleep on the, 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 the low tier items. And now we're seeing a resurgence of Frenzy, too. Frenzy is getting picked a lot. I've been using the Frenzy since day one. <laughs> I want everyone to know that. Since day one. <laughs> on the record. On the record right now. <laughs> it, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Oh, my God. It has virtually no recoil. Yep. It, like, on Pistol Round, if you're playing a support character, like, when I play Brim, I could buy Frenzy Molly Smoke and have two smokes Molly and a good gun. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I hate the classic. You know the classic. I think it's really good, but I fucking despise it. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. That there are so much RNG on that right click that I just I hate it. Just take the frenzy, dude. Just light people up. I love the frenzy. Oh my god, you're dinking kids left and right. That thing's a fucking tank. Yeah. See, see, my elo. Everybody picks the ghost, thinking they can like one tap people. But I I like the ghost. Ghost isn't bad. I only buy frenzy and ghost for pistols. I don't buy. I don't buy sheriff. I don't buy. Oh, you know, you don't big dick with the sheriff, shorty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I hate the sheriff. I come from Counter Strike. If the sheriff doesn't one hit long range, why am I buying it? Yeah, it's true. yeah. It's, if I have yeah. to two shot you, I could do the same thing with a ghost. Yeah, a, a double ding ghost is gonna kill you. Two less less recoil. I think the I think the fire rate's quicker too. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I hate. I hate the sheriff. Why is it not a one shot? So a lot of people buy it too. Like I mean, it is bought in propane. Like, I know it is, and it, like it's good. Close range obviously is a one shot, which is great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you start losing those long range battles. Like, what's the point, right? So yeah, no, I I, I hate the I hate the sheriff. I don't hate it, <laughs> but I hate. I hate one forty five and one. Yeah, one yeah, one forty five, and you get traded, right? Like, it's the bad time. So to kind of close out the show, um, and one thing I noticed on Reddit that the the guys that run it back GG are like super good at posting like almost daily updates about the scene, right. which I think is sick. Um, and that takes a lot of work. That's a lot of that's a like I mean, normally we don't do a ton of cross promotion, like right. we like, but I think these guys deserve credit where credits due. Um, they like <laughs> the post that I caught. It was like a, it was like a mile long, man, and that's one day. Like that is a lot of journalism. That is like, like you know, they, I don't, I think it needs to be recognized. So, well, that's passion, man. Like, yeah, if you love something, right? Yeah, well, that's just it, right? So, guys, check out run it, run it back, GG. Those guys do some wicked work. It's all good. Check it out. Um, but yeah, Scott, you got anything to kind of close us off? Nothing off the top of my head. I could rant all day about. Ranked, but nothing off the top of my head. Uh, I do want to get your predictions for the UMG tournament. I want to see who you got going into this. Let me look at the teams really quick. Yeah, here I'll give you. I'll 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 read it. For, I'll read it for the for the for everybody. So we have Cloud Nine Blue. So right. Ken's in the gang. Uh, we got Complexity Gaming. Uh, T1. So Brax and I mean ex Overwatch players. We have TSM. We got the Moon Raccoons. We got Equinox, who are pretty new on the scene, but they're doing work. Right. Uh, Immortals, who have had a unsteady roster, but they think they just picked up Shot Up is like one of their big new like hitters. And Box, who just take out everybody. Um, Poach is the like the Viper God. Mm. Um, Space Station Gaming, who's been doing a decent impression. Dignitas, of course, is like Som and the boys. Uh, <laughs> Genji, who Som, which Som sh- is energy. No, Som's Dignitas. Som's dig- that's the. Don't mind me. That's my. Those are my bad jokes. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I fuck up sometimes. So yeah, we have Song from Dignitas, Death, Odara, Superman, Maka. Um, we have Genji with Sean, 
renamed himself. What did he name it? He's just Sean now. Oh, smart move. <laughs> yeah, good boy, Sean. Attaboy. Too many numbers. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Knights, FaZe Clan, Luminosity, Team Serenity. I, that sounds like a lot of fucking names. It's a lot a little, of big names. It, it seems, a lot of seems big like names. A, more than the last tournament. But anyway. Yeah, we got, we got, I think it's, I think it's uh, 12. The teams I want to do well are, I want, I think Cloud9, I actually think Cloud9 wins. You think Cloud9 wins takes I, it all? I think Cloud9 wins, and then the other three I don't really know, but I, I think Dig, and Box and T1, I think, are all contenders. And then I think if other people eke out those wins and get in there, yeah. I think that those are upsets, which you know I'm excited to see. But, yeah. So, NRG uh, is also in there, too. There's a bit of a miscommunication between you guys. It's Psalm and Psalm. So, we have, like, ex-Fortnite Psalm and then Psalm from Counter-Strike. Is Psalm... Counter-Strike on energy? Yes. Psalm Counter-Strike okay. is on energy. All right. Take, so, take Dig out. <laughs> put energy in. Okay. There we go. Because Daps is actually really fucking good and Psalm's really fucking good. Yeah. So. And Kohler, and Kohler has been talking mad shit. Yeah. So. And yeah, because now that I think about Dig Toss throws everything. So yeah. Yes, take, they take, do. Take, yeah. Take Dig out. Take, take dig, dig out. Okay. No Dig. So, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Energy, Cloud9, T1, and Anbox, I think, are your you top Anbox four. You got Anbox that high. Bump hey, TSM. So. TSM's not in this? TSM is in this. Man, we have a scuffed list. Yeah, no, this is this is what this is what happens when you make sh- like, okay. All right. Time. Well, then I'll have to re re. I think Cloud Nine and TSM are the finals. Oh, is it locking it in? Locking it in right now. Everything else, who cares? Who cares? All right. I want to see Inbox do well. I, like- I, I want Cloud Nine to take it, man. I like Cloud Nine. We didn't even cover it, but they're doing so much fucking promotion for those teams. Yeah, and they do a lot of content. Yeah. Like the community, like everyone's gonna be a Cloud Nine fanboy in no time because. They're doing. They're releasing their competitive comms, so you see exactly how they play. They're doing like game shows. They're yeah. doing interviews as a group. Like, yeah, not got, just the men's, but the women's too. Like C9 White does their own. Like just Cloud9 as an org. Like, yeah. they're just fucking killing it in the marketing game. Everyone's loving them. They're winning shit. Like, yeah, Intens is so likable. Like, well, all of them are right. Yeah. Like. Shino- I like Shinobi, just yeah, big bearded man. He <laughs> Shinobi, fits the yeah. vibe, you know. Yeah, and Shinobi was getting a ton of shit for a while too. Like, dude. well, we should go when the lands open up. I'll have a beer with Shinobi. There you go. On, I'll have him on the show. Oh, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring in Shinobi. Just he would, he would fit the vibe. Yeah, right? he would. Yeah, exactly. He passed the vibe check. All right, so I know I said it was closing out the show, but now we're closing out the show. Yeah. So as always, guys, check us out over on popdop.com for all the other cool shit we do. Um, and check us a follow, hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to, or if you're watching us on YouTube and you get the visual experience of myself and Scott, uh, hit us in the comments below and hit us with that like button. Thanks guys. This has been another episode of Dry Peak. We'll see y'all next week. Peace guys.